Letter Four of A Lady's Life on a Farm in Manitoba by Mrs. Cecil B. Hall. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Riggs House, Washington, May 2nd. We had our first experience of drawing room cars coming down here, with very comfortable armchairs, and one seems to do the journey of two hundred miles easily, in about six hours, through very pretty country. I never saw such people as Americans for advertising. All along the line, on every available post or rail, you see, chew globe tobacco, sun stove polish, and etc. We enjoyed the reception at the White House. Our invitation was from eight to ten o'clock p.m. We arrived before the doors were open, and had to wait some few minutes in the entrance, which is glazed in, and where the drums of our ears were sorely tried by a noisy military band, which when you get into the rooms and at a distance sounded well, but not just alongside. After depositing our cloaks, we filed by two and two past the President, shaking hands with him and the wife of the Secretary of State, who receives when there is no Mrs. President, and then wandered through the six remaining rooms, being introduced to several people as Mrs. H. of England and Miss W. of England, which we thought would not convey much to their minds excepting that we were two very unsmart Englishwomen, though we were much consoled about our clothes, which did not look so peculiar, every sort of costume being worn, even to bonnets. No refreshments were given, so that we were glad that supper was included in the menu du jour at our hotel. I shall not pretend to describe Washington to you. Any guide-book would give a more satisfactory account, but it is much more my idea of a city of the new world. The streets are well paved, are nice and broad, then the houses are generally standing in their own grounds, with trees and flowers. Altogether it may be called an elegant city. The people were most kind and civil to us. One afternoon we made two cabinet calls on ministers, but the other afternoon we went for a drive across the Potomac to Arlington, the ancestral place of the Lees, which was confiscated after the war and is now a soldier's burying ground. It has an exquisite view across the river. The only thing that distressed us was the bearing reins on the nice little pair of chestnuts in the buggy. The reins are crossed over their nose, passed between the ears, and fastened tight to the saddle, which forces the head right back and nearly saws the mouth in two. We never rested until we had loosened them, which was supposed to be the reason why the horses broke in their trot afterwards, as they were supposed to require a support. The weather has been quite delightful, bright sunny days, but not hot and if only the houses and hotels were not kept at such a suffocating temperature, we should be very happy both in and out of doors. The artificial heat has completely knocked us up in Brooklyn. We had a lovely big room with a large bay window beside another window, where we often retired for a blow of fresh air. The result has been that we both have had bad, crying colds. End of Letter 4 Read by Sibella Denton All LibriVox files are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org.